Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of It's a Girl's Life, the podcast. I'm really excited because today we have a really different episode. I've never interviewed three people at once, and today we're going to see how it goes. But I have the founder of Treppy Market, an e-commerce platform for young female entrepreneurs, and two of her very own teen business owners. So we have Lucy, who is 12 years old in, in seventh grade, and then we have Elizabeth, who is a junior and they're both teen business owners. I'm really excited to hear their stories, why they started it. Um, but why don't we just start and see how everyone is doing today? Great. Excited to be here. Thanks for having us, Charlotte. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Of course. So I'm so excited to kind of like jump right in. Uh, I just want to hear like, and I kind of like want, I love to start with like catching everyone up on like your life kind of like up into this point. So if Lucy, you want to start, just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're interested in and kind of give us like a behind the scenes story of your products, like what you sell, why you started it. Sort of okay. Um, well, my name's Lucy. Uh, I, I kind of started it just because uh, it was an opportunity to like show my creativity um, because I just like making art and like doing uh, stuff like that. And it was just an easy way to do it while also making uh, like profit off of it. Um, and I enjoy, I play a lot of sports like soccer, basketball, stuff like that. That's so fun. Okay, so wait, tell me a little bit like when did you start your business because you're in seventh grade now which is still like so ahead of the game so I just like I'm curious like when did you start I started I think I don't know uh summer of like going into seventh grade maybe okay or like end of sixth grade I think I'm not totally sure but around that time so pretty recently though yeah Yes, like within the last six six months. Yeah. So cool. Okay, Elizabeth, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you've created? Okay, so, so yeah, I've been doing art for basically my whole life. Like it's always been something I've really enjoyed and worked really hard on. And um, for up and for four years up until this year. I went to an art school, and when I was in around seventh grade, I had a friend who worked in Treppy, and um, she recommended me to sell my paintings on the website. So I've, I'm a sophomore now, and I've been doing it since then. Whoops, I thought you were a junior, but that's okay, because oh, junior too, even though Elizabeth. I'm, I'm an old sophomore. I'm 16, <laughs> there you go. Got it. Okay, well, that's okay, but um that's so cool how like both of you guys were kind of acting on your passions and like realized that this was something you were interested in and you kind of did something about it because I realized that um also being someone who started something not a lot of people do something with the thought of being interested in something and just because you guys have already started doing that is so important and teaches you a lot of really important lessons that I hope we can kind of get into in this episode um but I would love to go back to Lucy and kind of hear, like, how would you describe yourself in three words and what would you say? 
And like, why? Like, why would you describe yourself? I can give you an example, but I, it's kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> okay. Um. Maybe like creative. Uh, I don't know, athletic and like maybe like passionate and I uh, probably. As I said, like I like being creative. Started this, and uh, I like doing sports. Um, and passion is just like something that can like be used for like both of those things and even more. I agree. I think you're really like ahead of the game again because you realize that like passion is the one thing that kind of like keeps you doing what you like to do like over time. Uh, it was like last year or yeah, when I was a senior in high school, I spoke to a group of girls in like high school and it was a lot about like why you start something and how to actually like continue doing that and that all lies in like the feeling of passion and just being really excited about whatever you're doing kind of like keeps the ball rolling over time um elizabeth i would love to hear from you what are three words you would describe yourself and why um i would definitely say artsy like i said i've been drawing for a lot of my life and um determined like i I really work hard for the things I do and I'm I guess entrepreneur like I've definitely been like kind of selling handmade stuff for a lot of my life like in third grade I did like I made stress balls and sold them before treppy I was uh, painting on people's water bottles and yeah and now I'm drawing people's pets and uh, selling them so that's so very well I might have that's so She's cool. I, I have to go see these um, paintings because I haven't seen them yet. But after this, I would love to like, I don't know, I'd love to like see them or like look them up on Instagram or something. I don't know. But um, both of you guys, I really appreciated your answers because uh, I think you like both identified like the really important things of like, A, realizing that you have, like, a talent that not everybody else has. Like, I am not artistic at all. I can't paint. I can't draw. That's why I, like, literally avoided taking, like, a traditional arts class in college this year. And they took acting instead. Um, And then you took that. Well, yeah, it's kind of a different type of art. It's, like, commutative art. And, like, I can't draw. So that's why I couldn't take, like, a drawing class or painting class or whatever. But I think it's really interesting how you guys both realize, like, you do have a talent that not everybody has and you could use that to kind of like make something that can then be sold and then you can make you know money whether that's like extra money just to have um or like you know extra spending money which is always kind of fun um but I'm kind of curious to hear from both of you you know like you had this idea at some point you wanted to say like oh I want to start something but like how did you like actually get it like the ball rolling like how did you actually like was that like when you decided to join treppy like how did you learn about that kind of um and just like how did you really get started from like the idea in your head to like a product that you could sell or talk about and we could start with lucy okay so the reason um like how i kind of like got on to treppy was because um my mom was at like an auction and uh, she, I don't even know how, I mean, I wasn't there, but somehow she, like, got this, like, treppy thing. She, um, I have two other sisters, and, uh, she came to me, because she knows that I, like, I like to be creative and stuff, and she asked me if I wanted to do this, and I was, like, 
excited about it. So that's kind of how I started on Treppy. Um, yeah. That's so cool. Wait, I actually have a follow-up question and then we'll go to Elizabeth, but how has Treppy like helped you with your business in like setting it up? I'm just kind of curious like how um, the process goes. Well, it helped me a ton because like before this, I didn't even like, I, I had not like sold anything before and I didn't even like know how to uh, set this stuff up. Uh, and it just showed me that like how uh, the process like works to be able to do it, you know, like setting up your, uh, like your homepage and putting the products in and like, finding a price that's like good. Yeah. That's, that's so cool. I'm also like learning about like how prices are determined and stuff in class. Um, but that's, and that's like far down the line, but it's great that you're getting that information now because so much of like what you learn in like entrepreneurship and being an entrepreneur, like teaches you so many lessons about life in general, but Elizabeth, back to you. I'd love to hear about, I think the main question was um, how you kind of, like how Treppy helped you get started and also slash like your story of getting started from like the idea you had in your head. I don't know if you like originally was like, oh, like found Treppy and knew you had an idea or like how it kind of worked. But I'd like to hear about that process of starting and then to like having an actual product in your hands. So yeah, I went, I had a friend who was selling on Treppy and I, she was having a little market uh, near where I lived. So my fam family, because we're family friends, so my family went to her market, looked around, bought a couple of stuff. And her mom was like, you should, you're totally right for this, um, for this entrepreneurship, like you should totally join it. So I went up to Jennifer and I asked for the information and everything. And then me and my family kind of sat down and had a conversation about what I should sell. Cause I knew I wanted to do uh, some sort of art um, cause that's my greatest skill and what I really enjoy doing. And um, we got this idea that I should create paintings of people's pets because you know, everyone loves their pet and it's, it's kind of a big market. Like a lot of people are interested in portraits and we just knew so many people who'd be very interested in that. And you're a dog lover, aren't you, Elizabeth? Oh yeah. I, I have, um, I have two dogs. I have a rabbit. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely a big pet person. Yeah. That's so fun. I think that also like, if you pull out a great lesson from that is like, you have to make something that like is in need and like that people want um and like identifying that will really help you like come up with a product that people actually buy um and I definitely think that people love their pets and they would love to like buy something that would you know help them kind of like either like kind of display like how proud they are and how much they do like have that connection with their dogs it's, it's just kind of fun um but I would love to hear about both of your guys's well my hair probably was about to fall off both of your guys's um missions are kind of like reasons why you started your business or I mean I know we kind of talked about reasons why but like beyond just like selling a product and having a business like what is that one thing like that one message like reason motivation that kind of keeps you going over time I think that's kind of enough of a different question that I've asked you guys before um but Lucy do you want to start yeah, sure. So uh, I think probably uh, the reason is just like thinking of like 
the new stuff that I could create. Like I'm already thinking of things that I could add into what I have or um, like additions that I could add to it. And that just, I don't know. I like that in my mind. That just sounds really good. So that's probably why I just like keep doing it. Yeah. Well, that's a good answer because it's like, you see like what could possibly work out. And I think that's really important that you followed through with that because a lot of people like get, you know, they think about, you know, like, oh my God, I could do this or could work on that. And then they never actually do it. And then they can't prove to themselves that they can actually do the things that, you know, get them really excited and like aren't really a part of them before, which is really important and like installs a lot, instills a lot of confidence. Um, but Okay, now I have a follow-up question for you because this just goes really well with that. But like, how would you say that having this experience of starting your own business has instilled confidence in you, really giving you any confidence, if it has? Um, I it definitely has because I feel like before this, I just like didn't really want to like put my like self or stuff that I made because I mean before I didn't really make anything, but um. It just, like, made me realize that, like, I can do that. I won't, like, really affect anything if I just, like, put my stuff and myself out there. Right. No, I agree. I see that, like, with myself all the time. Um, I'm always someone – well, I mean, I've done this stuff for a lot of years, but it's always really scary to, like, put yourself out there because you're, you know, you're showing people, like, something that you care about a lot. And the fact that they could judge that or, you know, like – maybe not support it. I don't know why we always think about like what could possibly go wrong. Um, but I feel like I just do. Sometimes it's really hard because you're like, well, this is like something like I'm putting basically my whole stuff on the line and like just for people to look at it and say like what they think about it, which is so scary. Um, but I'm sure like most of the time what happens is that people actually like have a lot of nice things to say about what you do. Um, and I think that's really like an important message about like you know, there's no age that defines like when you can start putting yourself out there with something you care about. And it will get easier to do that over time too. Elizabeth, why don't we yeah. switch to you? More, Let's hear a little bit more about your mission, your reason why you started your business, but also then when you're ready, tell us a little bit about the confidence that's kind of helped you with on this journey. Two-part question. So if you need me to repeat the second part, just let me know. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I definitely think it's, like, I totally agree with that there's no age. Like, you can completely do anything you want at any age, and the idea that you can't make money or put your work out there or anything till you're an adult, I, I completely disagree with that. And I also think it's really important for girls and just for artists to try and, like, capitalize on their work, because yeah, I just think that's a really important thing. And what was the second part? The second, wait, but this is a really good part. So I, wait, I want to ask you a different separate question about this. Um, tell me a little bit more about, you know, I don't know, you're just very well-spoken. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about what you were just saying about like the importance of like capitalizing, I guess, on like the things that you could do really well. I don't know. Just tell me more about like wh why you think that and I don't know if you think that it's, I mean, I personally think it's really important for girls specifically because we're all around the age that like confidence from like friends and stuff like that can sometimes not be like, can be like 
it's just not always how we're going to get the confidence. So I feel like I turned to like being an entrepreneur to give me the confidence I couldn't always get like in the classroom or with friends. Um, I don't know if you've had a similar experience, but if you have, then you could like share a little bit about it. Yeah, I mean, I think with art, especially like a lot of artists, and I say this coming from a person who knows a lot of artists and who went to school with a class full of artists, a lot of people think that they can't make money on that and that it's just kind of a hobby and um, that, you know, you can do it on the side, but unless you're going into architecture or you're going into sort of that um, more business side of art where it's kind of like you draw a hundred rocks for a video game or whatever, they think you can't really make money off it. And I, I think that's entirely untrue. And I think if you're passionate about art, you should really work hard to create something that allows you to make money um, away from the more mundane business side. And I think that um, being this entrepreneur has definitely given me more confidence um, to talk to people and definitely more confidence in my artwork um, just because it's, you know, it's, it's different being at school and all these incredible other people and, you know, selling your dog portrait to just some random person and then being like, wow, like, this is really amazing. Like, you're, you, you're really impressive. Like, it's just, it's a different feeling. Yeah, totally. I could not agree more about like, making something that seems like just a hobby into like a profitable like entity, I guess, because like, I feel like a lot of people like underestimate like what people our age can do and especially I feel like people underestimate like the power of like making something like like it's so cool how people can be able to like sell something and then you know that's like worth a price more than it is just worth like you know posting about like your art pieces on Instagram I just think that's really impressive because it's like you know what I'm actually doing the things that like you know maybe some adults don't even ever get to do in their own lives um and I'm starting it at such a young age and it just teaches you a lot of lessons. So I think that's really important and just kind of like a good thing to pull, like pull back on or like a, a bigger lesson is like, you don't like never underestimate, you know, A, like what people will buy, but B also like your own talents. And like, you can make that like a service for someone else because, you know, one thing that you can do is not something that everyone can do, which I realize at a much older age than I guess I like would have realized or should have it would have realized like if I didn't do this or for a really long time but I kind of love to hear more about um kind of like some of the most important lessons we've already talked about confidence is a huge one but also like some additional lessons you guys have both learned throughout like creating your business with school you know with friends, like balancing all the things. Um, I just love to hear about that experience. And if there's any like specific lessons that really stood out to you that you realized uh, at a young age, because, you know, when you start a business at ages like we are, you're really like starting so much ahead of the game of most adults. So I always think it's interesting to ask this question. Let me see if you want to start again. Yes. Um, I honestly just like, trust in a way not as much in like I mean yes and other people it just like but like trusting yourself that you can like carry this on and like take this out um 
it's like I feel like that played a major role in like me creating this and probably a bunch of other people too yes that is so important that's like the biggest lesson and I swear like something that I'm still like working on is like trusting my own abilities and knowing that like you know I actually can like do things and like make a difference and I think that you know that does like lead to a lot of confidence as well I think that's a really important lesson and I'm glad like you shared that with us Elizabeth do you want to share with us one of your like biggest lessons that you've learned I guess yeah uh, so a big lesson I learned is, um, you know, you can't trust everyone and not everyone's there to support you and there to help you. Like, this is actually kind of a funny story. Um, it was during a couple of years ago, during the holiday seasons, I was getting so many orders mm-hmm. and it was really stressful and I had to turn a ton of people down. And mm-hmm. this one person was like, I would like to get a portrait of two of my dogs. And I was like, okay, um, so the portraits are blah, blah, blah each. And they were like, oh, actually, could you put them on the same portrait for less? And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can really do that. And they were like, oh, we can't, you know, we can't spin it right now. Could you please do them both on one for less? And I was like, oh, like, okay, sure. And then later, um, they talked to me and were like, okay, we also want to add another portrait onto that. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then something we realized actually is that the lady's last name, we actually knew their family Mm -hmm. and um, they are not in a difficult financial situation at all because we in fact knew them because they went to my brother's private school. So that was a little interesting kind of experience to be like them trying to short me out um, Mm -hmm. and get a cheaper price on me when uh, they really could have easily afforded the larger ones. So, yeah. That is like a really tough lesson to learn at a young age, because I think, you know, us being like, it's really frustrating when people think they can take advantage of young people because just because like our age compared to them. Um, But I think that it, it's a sad it's like a sad truth to learn because like you realize that like people take advantage and like that's something you're gonna have to deal with for the rest of your life and not everyone is like you know who they say they are or you know there's just a lot of different like hard lessons that come with that but realizing that like you already knowing that is so important because it's gonna give you a lot of clarity and just like when you go forward in life and the different things that you do and when you have to work with people, you know, you're going to watch out for certain things and, and just pay extra close attention to, you know, is this someone really sharing the true story about themselves? And if not, like, this is probably not the best, you know, business route that I could take business decision, I guess, in a way. And I think it's also hard because, you know, you never want to like turn people down or, or like assume that something is wrong about them, even when, you know, you have really nothing that can like point specifically at that. But you do have to be careful about it because, you know, especially if you're working online, like you never know, like people act like people they aren't. And you just have to be super careful about that. And I think that's really important going forward, um, like whatever, with whatever you do. Both great lessons though, guys, and very important things. And it's good to learn them now because, you know, at least you're making kind of like you're teaching yourself for later good things and it's good to know them earlier rather than later 
I would love to hear more about where can we find both your products? If we want to like any of the listeners want to go shop and get some porches or some keychains. Um, so Lucy, let's start with you. Where can we shop your product? Um, you can find my product, uh, well on treppy.com, um, on the pink giraffe, uh, storefront. Love it. So cool. Elizabeth, what about you? Yes. So I'm also on, on treppy.com. I, my storefront is Pika County, Pika Country Designs. Um, I sell multiple different types of pet portraits. So there's an email on there where you can send the picture you have of your pet. And I can either do a smaller acrylic canvas of it, a larger acrylic canvas of it, an oil pastel drawing of it. Or I can even do, which has been really popular right now, a uh, acrylic painting with the pet sort of in like a um, like a royalty outfit and those are a little silly that's so cute really like those that's so fun oh my gosh okay that's so exciting I will leave links to both of those in the description so people who are listening to podcast episode can go and just click those but um as like kind of a final question for both of you gals I want to know where you or how do you envision your business evolving over time let's see if you want to start um so I mean I imagine um I mean I'm still like in it's probably not gonna go too far right now because I'm still like getting it going because uh, oh yeah pretty early but um I imagine it like maybe uh like reaching further on like other platforms like um like Instagram uh just like posting more and just trying to like get more people uh involved in it um yeah I think that's a great goal. And I think um, one like lesson that I kind of get to both of you before you hear Elizabeth, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to forget to ask you. But one thing I would just like you guys both to think about is that sometimes it's really hard to like stick with like an idea because like over time, like what if you don't get interested in it? But I think one thing that's always, a, I've had, you know, I started out like as a blogger when I was in middle school and then I started like an event series for teen girls. And then I started like a little podcast that is what we have now. Um, it's not little. I don't know why I said that, but just a podcast. Um, and the one thing that's allowed me to do that is just like my passion, as you said, Lucy, before for helping girls. Um, and then me allowing it to change into whatever form it would take in the future. So no, like it might not be keychains, but you could be doing a similar, you know, something similar with the same message is just in a different form and that's okay too I think that still like shows progression and growth and just realize that that's going to happen because as you change your business and the ideas you have will change as well but Elizabeth back to you how do you think your business is going to grow or what do you see in the future yeah that's a hard question Uh, I definitely would like to continue doing this for as long as I can and um Something I definitely want to see in the future is um, maybe some more streamlining of my work, like prints and various things that I can more easily create and um, just more efficient in general, just because my portraits take a while and I kind of have a long wait list and that can be a little um, stressful. Um, But yeah, I definitely see this going on for a long time. 
Yes, I love to hear that. I love to hear from both of you, like goals and aspirations and like just thinking about the future is always very fun for me because like the things that we work on now are like ever evolving and you never know what they're going to be like in the future until it kind of like becomes your present. So I always think that's fun to ask about, but I'm so glad that I got to talk with you both and hear your stories and hear the lessons that entrepreneurship has taught you because it's so important and it's great to be able to just share girl stories and be able to tell people like you could do it too. So I really appreciate you guys being here, but I'm kind of going to transfer into like a little other part just where I'm going to ask Jennifer like a few questions. Um, so you guys can like mute yourself maybe, or you don't have to, if you're not going to like say anything, whatever works, anything's fine. But I just wanted to say thank you for talking to you guys. And then I'm, I'll pull you guys back in at the end to kind of like say a little goodbye. Yeah. Thank you for thank you. Of course. So Jennifer, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your story and like why you started Treppy. Um, first off, girls, that was so fun to hear. I have to tell you, it was really hard to stay quiet <laughs> and sure. not jump in and be like, oh my gosh, Elizabeth, I remember the day I met you. And and um, Lucy, I mean, you, you've just grown. To, I mean, you're 12, man, and you've just grown so much. It's crazy. Um, so I've been, honestly, I've worked with kids my whole life. Um, I'm a, I'm a speech language pathologist um, by degree. And I did that for, you know, a, a long time. And I uh, came into Treppy very organically. I was not expecting it. Um, just a um, girl handed me a bag, a handmade bag, and I did not know children that were 10 years old could do that. Um, I have two boys who are not super creative. And so, um, in my generation, they didn't really encourage us, like, kind of like what Elizabeth is talking about you, your art can be your career, your, your passion, whatever it is that you're passionate about can be what you do. And, and so, you know, my my parents always taught me you have to support yourself. You have to be able to pay your own bills, pay your way, make sure that you know you can depend on yourself. And that didn't necessarily involve something that maybe I was passionate about. It was like more of a job, right? I happen to be very lucky in that I I absolutely loved my major in speech language pathology. I was very fortunate for it um, in that, but. I got to a point when this girl handed me the bag, I was like, well, that is so cool. Let's find some other girls and see if we can sell their stuff. And, and it kind of grew into this live market and then grew into another bigger live market another. And so we did those around Denver for a bit. That's where I met Elizabeth. Um, and then COVID hit and I wanted to scale the business past Denver, but didn't, you know, the only way to do that was online. And so, um, we now have girls literally from like California, you know, all the way up to New York and from Wyoming down to Florida. And it's, we're across the nation now. And it's that really just took us a year and it's kind of crazy. I really never envisioned doing anything, but being a speech pathologist. And I have a completely new career that I had no idea. I did not see coming. So, um, you know, and, and it, and it is a passion. My passion is actually like when I sit and work with these girls and talk with the girls and talk with people like you, Charlotte, that's my passion, this energy and, and 
talking with girls about, Hey, look, you're, you're really good at this. This is, you love to do this. Let's, let's put it in a storefront and let's talk about learning all these skills so that you can support yourself, but doing something you love. And, you know, is, is Lucy going to, at 12 years old, make $10 million on her keychains today? Probably not. But is she learning something that she can then take into a different career and a different career and a different career and keep building and snowballing all those basic skills that she's learning today, just selling her amazing resin keychains? Yes, that that's the goal. And so for me, that's the passion, supporting them and hearing about their story and what goes on with them and their thoughts and their dreams. That is, I'm, I'm beyond grateful to be part of that. It's, it, there are no words to express that for me. That's amazing. I think that's so important how you kind of thought of, or the reason why behind what you're doing is that, you know, you're giving them the skills so they can take that on and use that in different areas of their life in the future. And I think that's always really important because people either think like, you know, why would I spend my time like going forward and like putting my passion into existence? Well, maybe it's not about like your passion being your end goal. Sometimes it is. And that's great. But I think it's just like giving you the tools that you need to apply in other areas of your life. And, and, you know, that changes with what you're going to do in the future. But these are like the basic skills you need to know to, how to do that. Um, and so it's, they're learning, they're, oh, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt nope, you. Nope. You're learning self-advocacy skills. And to me, you know, um, in working with kids that might have had some special needs, like to be your own advocate is a skill that will literally infiltrate your entire life in a positive way. To stand up for yourself, to say, hey, actually, my value, the worth of my time and my skill in that painting that you want to put two dog faces on one because you don't want to pay me for is right, is that speaks more loudly about them in terms of their character, but for Elizabeth's character to kind of, to stand up for herself and to realize, no, I'm not going to be taken advantage of like job done. Right. Like she's, she's got its confidence and its self-advocacy skills and communication skills. Um, and, and, you know, she's going to transfer that to the next time somebody tries to take advantage of her. Right. Um, right. And same with like I had an experience with Lucy, right, where she was selling, there were, you know, some people in, in you know, nearby her that she didn't want to have her clients or her customers rather pay shipping, right? Why should they pay shipping if she's hand delivering them? And she and I had to kind of come up with a plan. And as a 12 year old to come up with a plan and say, hey, can you reimburse them, right? She's advocating for her shoppers to an adult, me, right? Who she knows, but sell. That's a skill that most people, let alone a 12 year old don't have. And yeah. so that's part of this journey with us, right? Like I want them to build, I want them to have problems, right? Like mistakes and problems are good because you learn, what do I do? How do I say it? Who do I go to? Right. And then you find the solution together. Yeah, that's so important. And that's so powerful in so many different directions. Um, I think it tells people, you know, how to just approach life in general, you know, you have to have those problems to be able to figure out, you know, what you do next. And the most learning happens when you are challenged, which I always still sometimes find myself being like, well, why can't this just be easy? And then I'm like, no, it's actually yeah. supposed to be hard because you're not gonna be able to learn unless you do those hard things and overcome those challenges, which is really important. And then also just like developing those transferable skills is so important at a young age too. And there's, I mean, I found there's no other way than like entrepreneurship. 
um, to be able to learn them at a young age. But also, I would love to hear where can people get involved with Treppy? Um, visit our website at, at treppy.com um, and, and follow us on Instagram at Treppy Market um, or on Facebook at Treppy Market. Um, actually, no, on Facebook at Treppy and then on TikTok at Treppy Market. Um, and, you know, we're, we're on there. I have a social media team that is fantastic. And myself and, and our team were on there all day long, communicating with girls, um, working with our current treppies, onboarding new treppies, um, tapping into girls that haven't yet heard about us. Um, what, what's something that, that I've seen in the last like month, that's been super cool. And this was like kind of the dream was that, the girls are not just going to start hearing about it from like me and us putting our ads out there and all that, but from other girls and hearing about, right. Like why they're on this platform, um, the kind of support they get, right. Their, their inspiration and in doing so right. That the word is spreading that way. That next layer is starting to happen. And it is so cool to watch a girl to girl inspire, right. Somebody, right. It's, it's very cool. It's, it's just inspirational for us. So um, yeah, join join us, DM us. You can email me at jennifer uh, at treppy.com. Lots of ways to get in touch with us. I love that. I think that's so powerful too. That's why a lot of the things that I started was just so girls can realize that like other girls are, you know, on your side and supporting you just as much as like yes. the support you need yourself. And like, that was something that was honestly like a hard lesson at some points because Sometimes girls seem so like against each other, comparative or this or that. And beyond it all, there are good people there out there that, you know, just, you know, it's more about like bringing each other up and like the power of that than tearing each other down. And biggest that's, life what that's what we've, that's what we've watched these girls do. And it's been fascinating to watch. I mean, I don't, you know, you usually see online uh, a lot of you know, negativity, you know, can go on. And this um, population, I don't know if it's because they're artistic and they're young and they don't know what they're doing all the time, or they're just, right, they're reaching out for help. They're communicating with one another. They're being vulnerable. That was the big word Lucy was talking Huge. about, right? Putting herself out there. Being vulnerable is, I mean, I, I'm so scared of putting myself out there and showing, you know, like, being in magazines and on podcasts and all that. Cause it's, you know, I, I believe in this and I believe in them, but it's like, gosh, like, you know, what are people going to think? Everybody wonders that everybody, no matter what age you are, wonders that. And we all work at it for the rest of our life. And it just is. And the older you get, the more confident you get, it just comes with age. And it's like a beautiful part of age, but, um, you know, vulnerability is a big, a big, um, thing to be able to hold on to and use in a positive way. I agree. I, I definitely understand that and have put a lot of thought and effort into the work that I do and how that kind of, you know, I'm all about sharing people's vulnerable messages because then it just helps other people realize they're not the only one, which is a huge reason of why I started what I did. So I think that's so important and I'm so appreciative that we got to chat, especially with you guys and all the girls and Charlotte. hear about everything. This was really an amazing conversation and I can't wait to share it with everybody. Thank you so much for having us on here. Thank you. Thanks, Lucy. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thank yeah, you. Thank you so much. 
Well, I hope you guys have a nice rest of your evening and always keep it real.